This show has explicit language and most probably has mature themes. Let's hear that intro lick, Jonathan. Thanks, dude. Oh, hey there. Welcome to Dexplanations. I'm Dexter Sorensen. What happens in this show is I look something up on Wikipedia, watch some YouTube about it, and explain it to my friend David Gerondale. How's it going, David? It's going well. How you doing, Dex? It's a good day. Recording this the same day as Rainbows. It is, so it's the same good day. Still, 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 it, it's still it good. It still holds. Yeah. It's actually still valid. <laughs> yep. And sound. Sound. Yeah. What are we talking about today, Dex? We're going to do Blood 2. Blood. Wait, 2? Yeah, second Blood. Because we already did a Blood episode. and then it's and Revised. Then, yeah. Right, we never released it though. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay, it was it was our sh- it'll, shameful. It'll be, it was our private blood. It'll be called. This is our public blood. Public blood. Public blood number one. All right, so blood's mostly made of pla- plasma, blood, and platelets. Let's talk about them. Plasma. Wait, what did you say? Did you say blood is primarily made of plasma, blood, and platelets? Blood cells. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like whole blood is plasma, blood, and pl- blood cells and platelets. All right, cool. I just wanted to make sure <laughs> if there wasn't some se- separate secondary blood. Yeah, yeah. There's a third blood that, the was third all, blood. that only goes to your toes. <laughs> uh, plasma is 55% of whole blood, and it's basically the medium which blood cells travel through. Yeah, so, it's like mostly water, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 95% water. And... uh. Yeah, that's plasma. As far as blood cells go, you have red and white blood cells. Red blood cells transport oxygen from lungs to tissues and are carried back to the lungs to start the whole process over. Right, they're the little, like, uh, almost inner tube-shaped ones. Yeah. I mean, they're not totally... They don't have, like, a hole in the middle, but they have a depression. Yeah. They're, it's like, like, sunken in. Yep. It's like a... Yeah. It's like I mean, a little inner tube. Yeah, I was but thinking about... the whole about, like, inner tube don't... is full of hemoglobin. Oh, okay. And uh, hemoglobin is an iron-rich protein that can bind to oxygen mox- molecules. And uh, they're so full of hemoglobin that they don't even have a nucleus. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, that's actually why yeah. I usually think of them as being like kind of squished. I know that's not the reason, but I'm just like, oh, they're missing they, like a crucial organelle. It's just, yeah. like, they just like, they just... They're just made in deflated. bone marrow. And uh, stem cells in bone marrow change them into red blood cells. And so they don't even have to have a nucleus. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because they don't reproduce um, by mitosis. Themselves, yeah. Uh, yeah. So basically that's all they're for is to just get oxygen to tissues. Gotcha. Yep. yep. They are the, yeah, they supply the, uh, the fuel for the engine. Yep. Uh, white blood cells are varied. Like there's a bunch of different types of white blood cells. And they're like around 1% of whole blood. Okay. And they're part of the immune system, and they attack things including viruses, bacteria and fungi, and tumor cells, and even larger parasites. Oh, wow. They, so they like, they, so white blood cells will attack things like, uh, like little worms or like, uh, yeah. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. And, uh, tumor cells. And they also regulate inflammation due to like allergic responses and like, Gotcha. Trauma. So yeah, that's white blood cells. They're mostly like a, a 
attacker. Yeah, of the front line of your immune be, system. Shouldn't be in your, yeah, front line of your immune system. Well said. Uh, platelets are also in there, and they're most re- mostly responsible for clotting in order to prevent blood loss. And uh, if blood leaks through a vein, it initiates the clotting process, and platelets attach to the outside part of the abrasion in the vein. Oh, interesting. So they just kind of like catch where there's like a rough area, basically a break. And after they do that, they start changing and they start having like morphing so that they have long arms and they start sending chemical signals for more platelets to go there. Oh, very cool. So they just like start attaching to each other. And uh, after that, then they they start forming into a clot and harden so that they just like cover up the whole the hole they plug up the hole <laughs> but they so they form like a lattice work of these weird arms to like grip each other and hold yeah. on that's cool yep and that's uh very cool they start to change they look kind of creepy uh but yeah that's blood's components and the function of those components yep so, all right so we got plasma we you know the the medium we got the the red blood cells uh carry the oxygen the white blood cells and then we got it. the yeah, platelets, and then platelets do clotting. Uh, yeah, so let's move on to blood types. And uh, so blood types are basically just like have to do with the call sign that each blood cell has. Like each blood cell has a protein on the outer edge of it, and those indicate what blood type you are. Okay. So and those call signs are called antigens. And uh, they're on the surface, and they indicate what type they are. Gotcha. So, like, antigens are usually, like, the call signs that all um, cellular-level life kind of has as it's... That's how things... How, like, at cellular level things see each other or detect each other is, like, their antigen. Yeah, little it's, sugars or proteins on yeah, the outer edge is, of the um, cell. Yeah, it is their marker. All, mm. like, single-celled organisms And have if you that. have the wrong one, then, then it'll be attacked. Yeah, exactly. So... A blood type, the A blood type has A antigens, and it also has antibodies that attack B blood. And antibodies attack non-corresponding antigens. Okay, but a specifically non-corresponding antigen? Yeah. Like, oh, uh, that's why you can, that's why O is the universal donor. Yeah, because O has no A or B antigens, but has A and B antibodies. Oh, okay, okay. So uh, it's the universal donor, but it can only ex- be you can only accept O blood. Gotcha. So A has A antigens and has antibodies that will attack B blood. B is the opposite. It has B antigens and antibodies that will attack A blood. But A B blood doesn't have antibodies, so it can receive both A and B blood, but it can only be donated with people to people with A and B blood. Oh, okay. That's what I have, actually, is AB positive. So, yeah, you can... You're... No shit? Yep. Yeah, I am I think there's, like, one in 32. Yeah, you're the... That's a one in 32. You're, you're a universal receiver, but we'll get into that. So, yeah. Um, o is the universal donor, but you've also heard about blood that there's the positive and negative at the yeah, end. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what that is, is that's the RH factor. And there are, like, 40, around 45 types of antigens... But the D antigen, and remember, antigens are the call signs. Right. So is that the, is that forty five? Sorry, is that forty five on just blood cells? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, but the D antigen is the most common, and it causes the most severe immune reaction. 
So when oh, they talk okay. about the RH factor or the Reseuse factor, because they're, they're similar to Reseuse monkey. D. Yeah, they're talking about the D antigen. If you have the D antigen, then you can receive negative blood and positive blood. Okay, okay. So basically, um, uh, positive is more receiving friendly. Yeah. And yeah. then that would mean that negative is is less. So yeah, exactly. And necessarily then um, more uh, uh, donation friendly because it can be given to both negative and positive people. Yeah. Uh, so more accurately, AB positive is the universal receiver and O negative is the universal donor. Because if you're AB negative, then you can't donate to people with positive blood. Right, exactly. Well, you can't, or, yeah, you no, can't receive AB blood from positive. positive. Exactly. So I yeah. can't donate to anyone but other AB positives. Like literally, the I've donated yeah. I think six times. The only people who can receive my blood are other AB positives. Whereas yeah. everyone can receive an O negative person's blood. Yep. O, o positive, AB, B, whatever. And people with O positive can donate to anybody except for people with O negative, uh, right? With any negative. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they couldn't donate to anyone with a negative. That's right. They could donate to only the positive half of it, yeah. the spectrum. Interesting. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much blood. Cool. Uh, blood types. Let's hit on blood pressure. And uh, blood pressure is usually measured with these things called sphygmomanometers. That's a mouthful. Sphygmomanometers? Yeah. yeah, good work. All right, nice. Sphygmomanometers. And uh, you've seen them, and you've like every time you go to a doctor, they put that cuff on you. I actually like that part. I don't know. It's like the weird human contact in a professional setting. You kind of you know what they're doing, or you know they know what they're doing. If I'm bored at like Albertsons, I'll go sit and check it. Oh yeah, in the cuff. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the little cuff machine. Uh, so what they do is they fill up the pressure of the cuff, and until it cuts off blood flow. Once they cut off blood flow, they start to lower the pressure until blood can just barely be heard within the vein with a steth stethoscope. And that's the first reading. And it's called systolic pressure. Oh, wow. So they're actually using they're the stethoscope to listen to for blood. To listen for blood continue, passing like, through go your vein. Through, okay, wow. And as, yeah, as soon as they can he actually hear the blood passing through your vein, that's systolic pressure. That's when they stop releasing the pressure and listen. Or in, 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 uh, that's, that's the first reading. Okay. It's called systolic pressure. Oh, so they're taking the reading from the gauge on the cuff there. Yeah. As soon as they can hear it, they as look at that, they, that the pressure. Okay. And it's measured in millimeters of mercury. Okay, that makes sense because if you have higher blood pressure, um, it's going to shoot through uh, um, at, a higher, with, at a higher pressure. The cuff still restraining you at a higher pressure. Yep. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. After that, they keep releasing pressure until the flow is unimpeded. And when the flow is unimpeded, it can't be heard. And this, that's the second reading. Okay, so as soon as they can't hear it anymore, they look at the gauge again, and that's your second reading. Which that's is, the bottom which one. Which is called diastolic pressure. So ideal blood pressure is between 90 is between ninety over 60 and 120 over 80. Okay, and those are the new ones. I know that the they, they released new ones pretty, like, a year and a year ago. I assume so, because Wikipedia gets updated a lot. Yeah, if it's, yeah. Uh, when I looked into it, it was approximately between 1.5 and 2.5 psi. Okay. Yeah. So that's about your a blood pound per square inch. Yeah, your blood should be about 1.5 be 
to 2.5 pounds per square inch. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's a, that's a pretty high internal pressure. I think, so at sea level, the external pressure is about 14 um, pounds per square inch. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So you're, so um, we're under about 14 pounds of pressure from atmosphere um, per square inch of our body. Yeah. Let it be known that I might just be completely wrong about the PSI. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, so, let it be known that we might both be wrong about every single thing we say in this show. But specifically, if you know the PSI and I was wrong, you send me an email about it. But yeah, uh, that's pretty much blood. Uh, you got anything you want to talk about with blood? Mm, oh, oh, oh. In Shakespeare plays, when people say, Splad. As, yeah, as like a, a exclamation or a curse. There, there. It's a contraction meaning his blood or um, Christ's blood. Oh, yeah. So it's actually like it's actually like a, a, a blaspheming. It's like what you drink every day. Yeah, at every communion. Sunday. Well, some people do go every day. Oh no shit. Yeah, I have a Catholic great aunt, aunt you just can't um, who last goes every a day. Single day with the sin. <laughs> she's a pretty bad driver so maybe she does actually have a lot to yeah she's just like for full of every road day. rage every day <laughs> um another, one thing about blood is i have uh three blood siblings oh like, yeah i heard I about that siblings. you've expanded your blood family <laughs> yeah i cut my finger uh sierra sierra and i were the first blood siblings and then we just barely became blood siblings with Michael and Alec. That's right. Yep. You guys mixed your it's probably nasty not. blood all together. I would, I would say you, the listener, should probably not do that. Also, it's not. It is. It is probably not a great practice. But I wonder how. Well, never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna speculate on how much blood can enter an open wound, given the amount of pressure outside and inside. Don't put yeah. other people's uh, blood in your wounds. <laughs> yeah, especially without knowing like what type they are. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, or or if they or if they if their type is like HIV positive, like it sucks <laughs> to be like AB positive yeah. and get like a bunch but of. You like, couldn't get HIV negative, so that's yeah, fine. yeah. You don't, yeah. You can't <laughs> catch HIV negative, but once you get the HIV positive, it's really hard to get it out of there. Yeah, yeah. So that was blood. That was blood. All right, that's it for this episode. Duxplanations is recorded at Rabbit Pen Studios in Eugene, Oregon. It's produced, edited, and provided sweet licks by Jonathan Cunningham. Likely I got a bunch of things wrong. Email me about it at dexplanationspodcast at gmail.com. If it's warranted and I got enough time, I'll bring it up in a later episode or do a new episode about it. And I just set up a Patreon so you can support the show. Become one of my most cherished listeners and get a shout out on it. Become a beloved listener and I'll, I'll give you the notes I made for each episode on Patreon. There's even an option on there for you to choose a tattoo to put on my leg, as long as it's not misogynistic, racist, or something I really disagree with politically. Check it out. If that's not in your wheelhouse, that's cool, but please do consider telling people about this show. Linda Johnson is a beloved listener. Thank you so much, Linda. You're helping to fulfill my dreams for this podcast, and I really can't express how much your support really means to me. Thanks, Linda. Yeah, thank you, Linda. As for you, you have a great sense of humor. Bye now. Bye. Mm-hmm.